Hello, wonderful people. You are now listening to the Jolly European, almost guaranteed to probably be the world's number one podcast on European slow travel. So tune out, slow down, and settle in for some expert chatter on this season's slow travel spot, Krakow, Poland. And it's like this kind of like mountain restaurant style mm-hmm. right yeah. on, on the Wisła River. And you go to the counter and you can buy raw kielbasa. And then they set up the grill for you and then you can just outside, you can sit there and you can grill it up. And just like I said, we love yeah. Yeah. grilling. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, such a, it's such a fun, cool experience. I've talked to local people and they're like, what? Like, I don't know, they've never heard about it. Hello, Chesh, welcome to Jolly European, a good time Monty audio production. It's a podcast all about slow traveling in European cities. Season one, Krakow. Krakow, dzień dobry. Dzień dobry, I'm Tom. <laughs> I'm Natalia. This is Natalia. Thank you for tuning in here. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. So today, all about food. Everyone loves food. It's just a fact. People love food. People who are traveling, they love to know all about local food and cuisine. And let me tell you, Poland, everyone has very low expectations of Polish food, at least the people I know who have come to visit Poland. And to a person, they all return from Poland and probably the number one thing that says, oh my God, the food was so great. I was so surprised when we had people come the beautiful and on, you know, when we were married on July 19th, 2019, we had a lot of Americans from uh, the family and they all just like, you know, all my family and friends, they just loved the food. They were like, oh my God, the food. And they raved, this is the best food of any wedding ever. You know, they just mm-hmm. they loved everything. They loved the food of the city. So perk up your ears and uh, tuck a bib in and get ready because we're going to talk all about food. And this is really going to be Natalia's show. She's the, she's the native I'm the polka. Local. The polka, right? Polka. Polka, mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> the polka. That's female Polish person. She's the polka. And so, some of us, what is Polish food all about? Polish food, I would summarize it too. It's all about potatoes. Yeah, a lot of potatoes. Onions. Mm-hmm. Meat, meaning pork, yeah, and sausages, which are mm. a big thing in Poland culture, Polish culture. Kielbasa. Kielbasa, right. exactly. Not kielbasa, but we in English we say kielbasa. Did I say kielbasa? No, no, you said kielbasa, but I'm just I'm pointing out. So in Polish, we're going to give you, we're going to have a show that's all about uh, Polish 101 to learn Polish. But there's the L, there's an L with a line through it in the Polish language, and that's a W sound. Yeah. And so when the when words come into English, of course, we just don't have that letter, so we don't, we just make it an L. Mm-hmm. So like we say, we say kielbasa, but it's oui. kielbasa, yeah. It's kielbasa. Yeah, kielbasa. Kielbasa, and we make it out of variety of meats, mm-hmm. so it doesn't have to be just pork, yeah. but also cabbage, which yeah. is uh, like cabbage, sauerkraut, massive, yeah. kapusta. Kapusta, yeah, so there's a lot of cabbage. So those are like your, that's your foundational. I would say so. Also, mm-hmm. I would throw there as well mushrooms, which we mushroom, really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mushrooms. But then duck. Duck, goose, we are good with that. Yeah, we're good with that. So, all right. So how we're going to just kind of structure this, we'll go in, we'll talk about, you know, all the different 
dishes. We'll yes. go into a little more detail about them. We'll tell you places where where appropriate, where we think mm-hmm. kind of the best of, of those things are to get them. And uh, we're going to save we're going to save the best for last because we know everyone just wants to hear about kubasa. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna leave that to the end. But we're gonna give you a treat because we're gonna start with probably the other top. Yeah. I would say the most. Yeah, and you didn't uh, even mention it in your summary. Famous. Yeah, I know because yeah. I. It's I just so it. obvious. Yeah, it's so obvious because everyone knows that in Poland we eat pierogi. Pierogi, exactly. Which it's funny because a lot of foreigners they make it plural, so mm. they say pierogis. Yes. But it doesn't make sense because yes, pierogi already, is already plural in yeah, Polish. That's that's the, that's the plural. But that's just like. A, yeah. Uh, tip for foreigners, yeah. but pierogi and yeah, don't, pierogi. Uh, don't ask for five pierogies. Just ask no, for five pierogies. But to be perfectly yeah. honest, I'm already used to it, yeah. so it doesn't bother me that much. It oh. doesn't hurt my ears when I hear it. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, so, what is it? It's, it's a dumpling. It's right? a dumpling. Because some people actually don't even know. Like I, I've met people who didn't. Know oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so it's a it's a dumpling. It's dough, and you put filling in it. And we have pierogies. Pierogi, you see, I, I you just, just did that. You just did it. How about that? <laughs> Funny. Just me over here looking down at you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I feel embarrassed now. Right. Um, I'll edit it out. Thank you. I'm not gonna, um, so we make pierogi with everything. We make variety of fillings, but the most famous one are, I would say, with meat. Mm-hmm. And again, you can put variety of meat in it. The second one, the most popular ones are, it's called Ruskia. Mm-hmm. Although these days we, we tend to change the name of yes, Ruskia. Yes, it, get, it gets edited a little bit in some places. Yes, because... For it, good reason. For a good, good war reason. Yeah. But it's uh, potatoes, onions, and cottage cheese. Yeah, this is the best. The pierogi Ruskia are... are is it really, favorite? Your yeah, favorite? They're, they really are the best. And... So here's here's my take on pierogi because it's tough to kind of get it. Sometimes you know you go to these places like the called milk bars mm-hmm. here, where they're like the canteens, and you get the pierogi and it's very doughy. It's a little too so. Normally they boil them because it's right? all about yeah. the dough. Yeah, right. And so you have to get it just right. So uh, you know my wife's sister does a really good job with them. You have to the dough has to be just the right sort of consistency and and uh, thinness. And this is most critical. And so sometimes you get pierogi and they're just, they're too doughy, mm-hmm. right? It's just kind of like just chewing pasta. And and then I would also say like, I kind of like, maybe that you'll consider this sacrilege, but I like the lightly fried, when the pierogi is lightly fried. Because when we were at Pot Enoami the other night, yeah. this is a restaurant we, we love, we'll, we'll talk about it in another show. They do, they kind of lightly mm-hmm. fry it. And I, I like that more. As do, you, do you consider that sacrilege? No. No, oh, okay. because in the Polish tradition, you either boil it or you fry it. Okay. Um, All right. So frying is acceptable. Absolutely. Okay. I'm more boiling person. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so I prefer that. Although I'm not, usually we should also put butter and fried yeah. onion mm-hmm. on it. Oh, yeah, fried onion. I'm not an onion, onion person in yeah. this case. I, I like like a, like a fried onion. Okay. In this, I, I, I would say get it when they ask you, do you want onion? And they're going to ask you. In Polish, probably, if you're like a milk bar, so they're going to say, Cebula. 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 You know, tak, tak, oczywiście. Or if you're saying, well, that you're so best. Best cebula. Best cebula. No, but I would say try it. Mm-hmm. You can always put it aside if you don't like it. Yeah, definitely, definitely try it with it. And so we advocate, so in our Good Time Monty back pocket guide to Krakow, where we list out 
you know, the best spots, top five spots for dinner and breakfast and so forth. And then we tell you the best spot for best spot for a glass of wine, best spot for a relaxing coffee, best spot for pierogi. We say on your favorite street in Kazimierz. In Kazimierz, on Starka. Street. Mm-hmm. Starka. Starka restaurant. So this is a great Polish restaurant. Yes. And in my opinion, serve the best pierogi. Doesn't matter what type you get. They're all good. The Ruski mm-hmm. is fantastic. And what also is great about them, so one, they're like I said, they don't make it too doughy, but two, they serve you a manageable portion. Mm-hmm. I think they only give you like six or something. So it's more of like an appetizer. Okay. It's like five or six. So most places you go to pierogi, they give you like a dozen or 10. And if they're these really doughy ones, it's just sort of like a bit of a carbo bomb that you have to deal with. It is, but it's, uh, I would say Polish cuisine in general, it's quite heavy. Yeah. So you have to be prepared for that. Well, you know, but that's why the other thing that is so popular in Poland is the soup. Very surprising because you need to balance out (laughs) so much. Everything is so carb heavy that you need to balance it out with something a little lighter. Though we still manage to make the soups pretty hearty. Exactly. But, you know, in Poland, we normally eat soup and then the second dish. And it's a normal thing. Yeah. But the soups are so rich that I don't know how most people do it. Yeah. But the most famous um, soups are barszcz, mm-hmm. which is beetroot a soup. Yep. Very popular around Christmas and, or Easter. This is like a typical. Yep, very typical. And so you kind of have two types. You have the type that's just like the, the regular, but then mm-hmm. you also have it in the summertime. Anya loves... Uh, when oh, it's, when it's like, mm-hmm, yes, yeah, yeah. I'm impressed with your yeah, knowledge. Yeah, okay, yeah. I didn't know the name of it, but just sort of, it's a lighter. It's it's like creamier. It's creamier. It's this really cool light purple color. It's kind of. It wild. looks great. Yeah, it's very very Instagrammy. <laughs> yes, and it's very good for summer because it's cold. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's mm-hmm. supposed yeah, so to be cold. That's when summer. That's when the beautiful Anya realizes summer comes. When she, <laughs> when she starts seeing it on the menu, she gets very excited. Oh, okay. Well, I like it as well. Second one, which I love, is Żurek, which oh, is yeah, Żurek. sour rye. Hangover soup. Oh, hangover yeah. soup. Yeah. For me, another one is hangover yeah. soup, but yeah. I, will, I will save it for okay. later. Yeah, sure, I know. But Żurek is quite special, I would say. And don't get scared after the first try because it's a bit, a little bit soury. Mm-hmm, yeah. but then it's like a you, sour rye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, once you get into it, you can't really stop eating. Yeah. Um, it's delicious. It has a sausage in it, kielbasa. Mm-hmm. It should be white kielbasa. Mm-hmm. But you don't really, you don't need meat then. then in that soup, I make it without meat, so I'm... Uh, it's much better with meat. Okay. <laughs> I just want to let the audience okay, know. Okay, but... Don't uh, think you're going to come and go, eh, I don't want meat in it. Okay. You, you no, if, you're the, a if you're a meat eater, it's a must. Absolutely. Try it in an original, traditional way. There are also potatoes inside and egg. I don't mm-hmm. know if you eat with egg. I eat with egg, so uh, my mother-in-law, she makes with quail egg. Ooh, yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. It's quite nice. She makes a really good, okay. really good jurek. But jurek is great and for sure great for hangover. As is. As is rosu, rosu yeah. which is kind of a chicken soup. Yeah, a bit of like a, it's in America, it's very similar to like a chicken noodle soup, but yeah. just with a little bit of, a little bit of extra kick. Yeah, but it's because it's intense. Yeah. It's, it takes a long time to make it, like a few hours, at least that's how I do it. But it's, I think it's just amazing. It's, yeah. uh, I love it, whatever, yeah, always. Yeah, you, you, you have to have soup with every meal. I would recommend you come here, you got to have soup with every meal. Um, right? At least every dinner, for sure. Yes, because 
it's unique. Yeah. That's our thing, soups. Yeah. And it's great. It's maybe one of the, the benefits of coming in the winter or colder weather yes. to Poland is you can have a lot of soup. Because it makes sense in the winter and yeah. autumn. It's so cold. You need something to warm yeah, you, you need, up. You need a little, you need to, to warm the core up. Exactly. But then for me in the summer, it's also because it's lighter than the yeah. whole meal. So it's also good for summer. Mm, it works. We, soup works works all around. It's a smart solution. It's a wonderful, it's, it's, it's a, solution. It's a wonderful option. Uh, that's yeah, the <laughs> Poland's yeah. Poland's the hidden weapon is the soup. Absolutely. Hidden culinary weapon. Absolutely. All right. We are going to take a, a quick phony commercial break here. And then when we come back, we're going to finish things up here. We're going to talk about some other delicacies. A little duck, little goose. Shabove. Did I say that? Shabove? Shabove. Shabove. Get into fish. Oh boy, fish. The whole thing. Cold fish. And then we'll close with the king. Kilbasa. <laughs> so, all right. We'll be uh, seeing a minute here. Around here, the early bird gets the ego. Gently put in the ego as not to arouse any sleeping taste buds. Cleverly divert its delicious aroma from filling their dreams with crisp golden ego waffles. Hi, Dad. What's for breakfast? Uh, nothing. Can I can have this? Oh, let go my ego. Ego waffles from Kellogg's, part of this nutritious breakfast. Gently put in the ego. For listening to the Jolly European. Today's episode all about Polish food. So we just covered pierogi and zupa. Super. Soup. That's an easy one. Zupa soup. Just covered all that. Now we're going to get into a couple more dishes. Uh, we're, and I think let's lead off with maybe my favorite food that the Poles prepare here in this lovely country. And that is kaczka. <laughs> kachka is duck. I see kachka on a menu. Boom. That's where I go. Oh, I kachka. didn't know that about oh, yeah. you. Duck is fantastic. So they always make it. You get it like smoked, sous vide, yes. all these different ways. It's all about um, the sauce. Yes, exactly. It's all about the sauce. It's usually like a plum sauce or maybe like a cranberry exactly. or something. Like sometimes some, some they also add berry. some yeah. apples. Apples. You're reading my mind. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes you get an apple and when they really... Uh, soak this apple. Like sometimes mm-hmm. you'll eat it and you don't even realize what what it is, you know, because you sometimes you get a plate and it's all this food and you're, yes. just, you're just eating. Like, oh, what's that? And you start eating. This is really good. And then you're like, oh crap, that's the apple. You look at the menu and you go, oh my God, that's apple. That's so amazing. Yeah. So the apple on there, but gosh, I would say that is a go-to dish. If you're a meat eater and you see it somewhere and you don't recognize a lot of the stuff, just get the duck. I agree. The duck is nice. It's surprising because it's quite light, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Much lighter than any other meat we we have in traditional Polish cuisine. So it's fresh, it's light, it's surprising, like you said, with the apples and the combination of, of tastes is quite nice. And Yeah, with the sauces, it's, it's, the, the sauces. sweet sauces, it's yeah, an interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I could count on one hand the times I've had a bad duck. Okay, I'm glad. Right. It's it's very rare. Even even when we're ordering in from like Uber Eats. Okay. And it's been, you know, on somebody's bike for yeah. 30 minutes. It's still it's still good. 
Okay. Well, yeah. I'm glad. But also, yeah. how about the goose? Goose is good too. So, but on the goose, I'm not as crazy about because also usually the goose is usually on a bone, right? When you get the right. goose, it's usually on a bone, and so that's tricky. It can get dried out easily, and I don't like to kind of have to like hunt and find I'm all the meat. I'm not good with that it's either. Like, you know, we're not uh, we're we're not living in caves anymore. I shouldn't have to figure out where all the meat is on the bone. Somebody should. Take care same. of all the meat. I, I want the meat brought to me. I don't. I don't need to feel like. Uh, Plus, you're you know. wasting so much time and energy. It just <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like. It's not for me. But you know that the duck and goose tradition of eating that comes from nobility. Yes. And that's from yes, uh, hunting. Mm-hmm. Hunting with dogs and you know. Right. Yeah. You would. You would be on your estate and you would hunt with mm-hmm. a dog and you would get this this fowl. We would call it exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a. I like the tradition. Yeah. Um, so I recommend deck as well and goose. Yes, recommended. And I would say also, not to plug Starka again, but Starka has a really good. They bring you the smoked duck and they have it underneath uh, a little glass cover mm-hmm. filled with the smoke. And then they lift it up and the smoke wafts. And it's, it's a whole experience. Yes, it's, it's really, it's, uh, it's really quite a, quite a dish to get there. You have to try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the next one, which is, I would say, a little bit less sophisticated. <laughs> that's an that's an understatement. Yeah, but it's a must in mm-hmm. Poland. It's a must, which is schabowe, yeah. which is a pork cutlet. That's how you would call it. It's quite simple, but you can't really mess it up. <laughs> yes, it's difficult. It's this flattened pork, yeah, fried. So very similar to what you get in. You know, Austria and Germany. Right? Yes, like schnitzel. Mm-hmm, um, exactly. It's very, very similar. But it's funny because if you hear on a Sunday morning some begging in the apartments, it's most likely the people actually preparing the meat because yeah, you, you have right. to flatten it. Yeah, yeah. And it goes with very simply with potatoes. Potatoes, capusta. Capusta. Yep. Um, and rosso. And that's, Rosa, that is, is that is dinner. super traditional. That Sunday is, dinner, yeah. chicken soup and schabowe. Yeah. All right. What's next on our food list? Next one, which is controversial for me because I don't really like it. Yeah. But cabbage. Yeah, the cabbages. And the pickled cabbage. Yeah. Cabbage, fresh cabbage. We love cabbage. As well, because not only do they love cabbage, so most people are going to think of cabbage as just a bit of a side. No. But we've got some dishes here in Poland where that's the star. That's the star, yeah, but right. it's also the basic, yeah, the foundation. Right. For example, it's the foundation of bigos. Yes. Which is like you would say is two with meat, lots of meat, mushrooms, wine. Sometimes you add a little bit of wine in there, and basically that's it. Polish people love bigos. Absolutely. I did, did not like bigos at all. Me neither. Yeah. It doesn't. Okay, I don't want to be too brutal, but it doesn't even look good. Yeah, Um, there's nothing pleasant about it. (laughs) But people love it. And it's, again, uh, sometimes a good Christmas food. Mm -hmm. But yes, the cabbage is is a star in Bigos. Yes. But there's one thing with cabbage that I actually like, which is gołąbki. Yes. Gołąbki, if you would translate it, literally it means little pigeons. Oh, delicious. I I have no idea why. I really, I... I don't know. It's 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 strange. <laughs> but gołąbki is filled cabbage, I would say. It's a piece of uh, fresh cabbage in the, that case. It's meat with rice and mushrooms, most likely. 
The cabbage is it's like filled wrapped. It's like, wrapped. A, it's like oh, a cabbage burrito. Cabbage burrito. That's sweet. That's kind of what it is. It's, yes. it's sort of like a vegan burrito or, yeah. or an Atkins diet. Yeah. Mm, but it's again, it's all about uh, also the sauce, which is tomato sauce on gawampaki. Yeah. And that's yes, good. Yes, again, like a wet burrito. Yeah. It's it's hit or miss. Like you, a bad gawampaki can really miss the mark, in my opinion. I've, I've never had, had bad gawampaki. Oh, I have. I've had gawampaki. Like, you just get through it. It's like a chore. Okay. But other guampki is quite is quite nice. So I would say who makes good guampki is one of our favorites, uh, top spot for lunch in our Good Time Monty Back Pocket Guide to Krakow. Natalia's favorite, maybe favorite restaurant, again, on Yosefa. Kolanko. Kolanko. Kolanko number <laughs> six, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they do a lot of, uh, they do daily lunches, mm-hmm. lunch specials, and often uh, guampki will be on there. And it's usually pretty tasty, pretty smashy. Yeah. I think it's interesting to yeah. to try because maybe from the description it's not the most interesting. Doesn't sound thing. good. You hear yeah. it and you're kind of just like ugh. But, no, but uh, it's good. And even when you, quite frankly, when you see it, it's kind of a little suspect. But <laughs> but it tastes good. And uh, it's very unique. Mm-hmm. Very Polish. Very Polish. Bardzo, bardzo. Not that easy to make actually. So what else is Polish is like cold fish. Cold fish. Cold the herring. fish, and not sushi. Yeah. Not at all. No, no, Not no, at yeah. all. It's only about the fish. There are no, no other things. Maybe a little horseradish sauce. Horseradish on it. No? Okay, you no? can you can do that. Yeah. But for me, like once the herring is on the table, it's all about yeah. the herring. Yeah. Um, sometimes some onion, sometimes some sauce on it. Depends on how you like it. I like it quite simple, mm-hmm. but. It's so surprisingly good. It is, yeah, because it's not appetizing looking. It looks like something you know pulled out of like a fish bucket, you know, from a guy fishing on a wharf, you know, using it for bait. It does, yeah. it does not look good, but it's good. But it really is. I it mean, really it's was, probably the same as like up in the Nordic countries, right? You know, it's exactly a similar thing. And it's so healthy, by the way. Yeah, it's really, it really is healthy as fish are. But um, it's healthy, and in Poland, I guess a lot of also people used to eat herring while drinking. Yeah, uh, good with vodka, sure. It helps. Yeah, it helps uh, to to keep your head. And so, would you get this? So, I, my experience with this is when going to family functions, Easter and Christmas, yes. that there's just lots. There's just a table full of you know cold fish <laughs> of all variety. Now, for people who are going to be coming and going to a restaurant, is this the type of thing that is, if you go to a Polish place, that you would just get as a starter? Yes. Right. It's a starter, but keep in mind, it's it's a fish, so it's it's not so light. In a way, yeah. like, I can't imagine having herring as an appetizer and then a full Polish soup yeah. and then second Polish dish. Yeah. That's quite a lot. Too much. Um, sometimes I eat herring for lunch. Yeah. Brunch or lunch. Really? Oh, so Polish of you. <laughs> no, because it's it's uh, it gives me a good energy kick. All right. And so there's a place just in the old town that specializes in herring. So if you're coming, you're like, hmm, this sounds interesting. And but you're like, I don't know if I want my whole meal to kind of like, ah, do I want to order? What do I? You can go to this place if you're a little hungry. What's it called? Ambasada Śledzia. Ambasada Śledzia. Right in the old town, and they just. They're totally focused on herring, so you can kind of just pop in and get you know, yeah. some type. And I would say it'd be a great, you know, you were carousing, you had a couple Aperol, you know, <laughs> spritz, and you're like, I'm kind of like, oh, there's this herring place. Let's try some herring. It'd be, it's, it's a good, it's a good spot for that. It's good. You wouldn't go there. I wouldn't say you go there and sit down for a meal or anything. No, like but it's like, kind of like uh, you stand and you order something. 
middle of the day yeah. kind of yeah, exactly. um, snack, mm-hmm. but a very good one. Yeah. And Ambassada Shleja means herring's embassy. Yeah, herring embassy. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I didn't, I didn't know that was literal translation. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the star of the show, Natalia. Kielbasa. Kielbasa. The sausage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which we are very good at. Yes. Like I said, we make kielbasa out of everything, every every meat you can really find, mm-hmm. like chicken kielbasa. Not very often, but I buy it a lot. If yeah. I eat kielbasa, this is the one. But that's the, not the original thing. The original thing is pork kielbasa. Mm-hmm. We are fans in Poland of grilling kielbasa. So yeah. barbecue is a thing. It really is a subculture of, yeah. of barbecues in Poland, especially when the weather comes back to some normal temperatures. Mm-hmm. And kielbasa, it goes with everything. It can You can have it with vegetables. You can have it with tomatoes, potatoes. Mostly bread. This is how we yeah. we buka buka mm-hmm. with kielbasa, and well, we know this amazing legendary place. Yes, which sells kielbasa um, in Krakow, but near Hala Targowa, which is like what, 15 minutes away from the center walk. Yeah, it's called Bluniska van. Yeah, served right from an old old communist style van on the yes. side of the road. These guys set up wood grill and they just have these spokes of kielbasa that they're just grilling and people just line up for them. They really do yeah. line up, line yeah. up and they are from 8 p.m. to I think 2 or 3 a.m. Yeah. And the line is there all the time. Yeah, on the weekends it's pretty crazy. Absolutely. Great drunk food as well. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Helps you digest, helps you for the next day <laughs> to survive. Yeah. So yeah, that's the, the kielbasa, the varieties of kielbasas and we really do have many different kinds of kielbasa. So you have Krakowska, which is Krakowian kielbasa with some pepper and garlic. And then Śląska, which is the Silesian kielbasa. Really, there's a lot. Yeah. And so the other, you're talking about the grilling, there's another spot that we, we recommend for lunch out here. It's called Karchma Smiley. And mm-hmm. so it's a bit near Wawel. And it's like this, uh, you know, kind of like mountain restaurant style mm-hmm. right yeah. on, on the Viswa River. And you go to the counter and you can buy, you know, a raw kielbasa from inside. And then they they set up the grill for you. And then you can, outside, you can sit there and you can grill it up. And Just like I said, we love yeah. Yeah. grilling. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, such a, it's such a fun, cool experience yeah. for people who are coming. And it's a real kind of hidden hidden spot because I, I, I've talked to local people and they're like, what? Like, I don't, don't, they never heard about it. And it's, it's a, so it's right kind of surprisingly, it's almost like hidden in plain sight. Super, cool. super cool spot uh, to get kibasa. <laughs> and then there's another spot that I've yet to try mm. in Nova Junta which is, I think, Max Grill or Maxi Grill or something. I've heard some about this place. Yes, yeah. so this is supposed to have really good. We'll, we'll go, maybe sometime soon we'll yeah. go shoot some content there and uh, record uh, having kielbasa there because it was recommended uh, very highly from a couple of people. We have to try it. Yeah, it's so our Polish obligation. All right, well, now that we have really wet your whistle here for Polish food, this is going to lead into our next couple of shows, which will be all about actual places. So as you visit, now you've got this foundation, you understand Polish food, and now we can recommend different places. And so 
we're going to focus the next show all about breakfast and brunch. Usually, usually the best meal of the day is super important. If you're a slow traveler, you want to make sure that you're getting in a quality brunch just about every day in your travels. So we will help you out with that. What we'll also help you out with if you want to come to Krakow is we have the Good Time Monty experience. So this is a travel planning and hosting service where you just reach out to us and we help you plan your entire trip. We give you a nice proposal. We don't give you like an itinerary down to the hour, but we figure out everything you like and want to do. We make a ton of recommendations. And then once you get here to Krakow, we pick up at the airport. You're going to have a chauffeur for yourself for the whole trip for all the little places you want to visit. Natalia might even be your host when you come. You'll be taken care of. You'll be completely taken care of. And what we do is, you know, you'll have a group chat. We're helping you make your, your dinner reservations, buy your tickets, any questions you have. If you didn't have a converter, like everything you need, everything's taken care of. It is absolutely the way to travel, especially if you are a slow traveler. So reach out to us, goodtimemonty.com, if you're interested in learning more. And otherwise, just follow us on Instagram or worst case, just listen to the next show. All right. So thanks for listening and we will see you soon. See you soon. You've been listening to the Jolly European Podcast, a Good Time Monty audio production. For more Monty in your life, follow us on Instagram, Spotify, or join our WhatsApp slow travel community to never miss a new episode. Tap that fabulous follow button. Thank you for sharing part of your day with us. And until next time, stay good. Stay good. 